Breadbox Media Programming is brought to you by... Hi, I'm Scott Hahn, and I'd like to invite you personally to join me and Breadbox Media on August 24th in New Oxford, Pennsylvania. For a day of spiritual renewal, I'll be presenting three talks, one on St. Joseph, one on the Sacrament of Matrimony, and another one on the Holy Eucharist. Learn more and register at breadboxmedia.com forward slash PA conference. I hope to see you there. Introducing the redesigned CatholicSingles.com, featuring new ways that put the spotlight on the person and their faith, not just a profile picture. For the past 20 years, faithful Catholics have used CatholicSingles.com, and the reimagined CatholicSingles.com website is ready to help single Catholics take the next step in sharing meaningful relationships with other faithful Catholics. Remember, CatholicSingles.com, for faith, fellowship, and love. In today's prevalent culture, the institution of the family and faith are under attack. With absolute confidence in the grace and power of God, we at Forming Faithful Families, whose primary mission is strengthening families in the faith, have been inspired to put out into the deep, see Luke 5, 4, to do our part to turn this tide. Forming Faithful Families, hosted by James Littleton, is a faithful and trustworthy weekly radio program in service to the new evangelization, saturated with scripture and containing teaching, reflections, anecdotes, and encouragement pertaining to our Catholic faith, with a substantial focus on marriage and family life faith formation. Welcome to Forming Faithful Families, formingfaithfulfamilies.com. I'm Jim Littleton. Today we return to our reflection upon the farewell discourse of our Lord Jesus, John chapter 16, verses 16 to 33, followed by a further reflection upon Familiaris Consortio on the role of the Christian family in the modern world by St. Pope John Paul II, and we'll wrap up with a healing scripture blessing. Let's start with a prayer in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Come, Holy Spirit, own us, possess us, teach us, move us, Heal us in Jesus' name. The love of God has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit that has been given to us. Romans 5, 5. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. So let's jump into John chapter 16, verses 16 to 33. Quote, In a short time, you will no longer see me. And then a short time later, you will see me again. Then some of his disciples said to one another, What does he mean? In a short time, you will no longer see me. And then a short time later, you will see me again. And I am going to the Father. What is this short time? We don't know what he means. Jesus knew that they wanted to question him. So he said, You are asking one another what I meant by saying, In a short time, you will no longer see me. And then a short time later, you will see me again. I tell you most solemnly, you will be weeping and wailing while the world will rejoice. You will be sorrowful, but your sorrow will turn to joy. End quote. Well, you and I have so much in common with the disciples of Jesus. 
in their humanity, in their weakness, in their confusion. The disciples didn't want Jesus to leave them. They didn't want to have to deal with the cross. And let's face it, you and I don't like to deal with the cross, do we? But Jesus tells the disciples, he tells you, he tells me, and he tells us most solemnly, you will be weeping and wailing while the world will rejoice. My friend, this is the cross. As I've said before, I wish I could tell you that there was some other way, that there was some way around this, but there isn't. Our Lord Jesus chose to go to the cross out of love for you. And he wants us to take up our crosses and follow him. This is the condition, the unavoidable condition of following our Lord Jesus. He went to the cross and you and I must take up our crosses and follow him. And when we take up our cross, when we encounter our crosses in life, there will at times be weeping and wailing, weeping and wailing. And I will tell you, weeping and wailing is not a terrible thing. It can be cleansing. Sometimes we have to weep. We have to wail. We need to let Jesus hold us in his arms and we need to weep and we need to wail. And this is cleansing. This is not a lack of trust. Jesus, I trust in you. But sometimes the pain is such that I need to weep and wail. And Jesus, you know this. You know what we're made of. You created us. You told us there will be weeping and wailing. This is what you told to your disciples. You told them, you tell us, there will be weeping and wailing, and we will be sorrowful. Yes, the cross is beautiful. Yes, we have been saved through the cross by Jesus choosing to go to the cross, to be nailed there, to hang there, to bleed there, to save us from the cross. But that beautiful fruit of the cross does not make it easy. It is okay to wail and weep. Sometimes we have to wail and weep and we will be sorrowful. But Jesus tells us, he promises us that our sorrow will turn to joy. Our sorrow will turn to joy because the cross does not have the last word. That is not where it ends. Let's not forget about the sunrise on the horizon. Let's not forget about the joy of the Easter resurrection. That's where the cross leads. That's where the cross leads to the joy of the Easter resurrection. And there is the resurrected Jesus with his arms open to embrace you, to embrace me. How wonderful. And so Jesus drives this lesson home. He helps us to understand with a beautiful analogy. He says, a woman in childbirth suffers because her time has come. Yes, this is the cross. I've never gone through childbirth, but I've been with my wife 15 times when she went through childbirth to deliver our babies. I can't understand this pain completely, but at least from my observations, childbirth is very tough, very tough. I wonder where we'd be at in the world if we men had to go through it. I don't know if we could do it. But God has given mothers this amazing strength 
to go through the suffering of childbirth. But Jesus says, when she has given birth to the child, she forgets the sufferings in her joy that a man has been born into the world. Is this not so true? We know this. I've witnessed it personally with my wife when she gave birth to 14 living children. And what peace, what joy my wife Kathleen experienced immediately after the pain of childbirth when she held our new child in her arms. And it truly seemed that she had forgotten all about the sufferings now that she had born another child into the world. Isn't this a wonderful encouragement as a condition of the Christian life? We take up our crosses and we follow Jesus. We ultimately follow him until death. But what joy awaits us at the resurrection. All the crosses are behind us and all that is left is the fruit of the cross, the fruit of our love, the fruit of the passion, death, and resurrection of our Lord Jesus who has saved us, who has saved us through no merit of our own. Maybe there's an analogy there regarding childbirth. I mean, what did the baby do to merit being conceived and then born? Nothing, really. Everything was done for him or her. And this joy of our Lord Jesus does not only come our way when God willingly enter the gates of heaven, but when we love and we follow Jesus, this joy, this heaven has already begun here on earth. Sure, there's still pain, there's still sorrow, there's still weeping and wailing, but there's this deep abiding joy when we follow Jesus, when we stay close to him, especially in the sacraments, in Holy Communion, in our prayer life, and in serving others. John 16 starting with verse 22. So it is with you. You are sad now, but I shall see you again, and your hearts will be full of joy. And that joy no one shall take from you. End quote. And so, are you sad now? Are you sad over some difficulty, adversity, tragedy in your life? Some loss? Well, Turn to Jesus. Wait on Jesus. He is coming. He shall see you again. He is coming to bring you joy. Your heart will be full of joy again. Listen, when we have Jesus, we have everything. We have everything. Jesus wants to fill your hearts with joy. In the perfect time, in the perfect way, open your heart to Jesus. And that joy, he says, no one shall take from you. No one can take Jesus from you. Oh, you can lose just about everything here in this world, but no one can take Jesus away from you. Verse 23, when that day comes, you will not ask me any questions. I tell you most solemnly, anything you ask for from the Father, he will grant in my name. Until now, you have not asked for anything in my name. Ask and you will receive, and so your joy will be complete. End of quote. When that day comes when, God willing, you and I enter heaven, we will encounter Jesus, the truth, and everything will be made clear. 
we will not need to ask him any questions. And he tells you most solemnly anything you ask for from the Father, he will grant in his name. Jesus says, up until now, you've not asked for anything in his name. Do you and I really believe in the power of the name of our Lord Jesus? Do we really pray? Do we really pray with confidence to the Father in Jesus' name? Well, if not, we should begin doing so because he says that anything we ask for from the Father, he will grant in his name. Jesus said this, so I believe this. He is God. He cannot lie. So let's pray with confidence to the Father in his name. Jesus wants your joy to be complete. He says, ask and you will receive. And so your joy will be complete. Jesus wants you to be happy. And as difficult as crosses may be in our lives, we can still find sublime happiness and joy through Jesus. Our Lord Jesus wants us to live life to the full. And let me share one particular unfailing technique of finding joy in your life. Rather than turning in on yourself and dwelling upon your crosses and your difficulties and letting them get you down, give all you can of yourself to serve others. You will find joy in this. Stay close to Jesus and serve others. We'll be right back to talk more about the farewell discourse of Jesus. I'm Jim Littleton, forming Faithful Families, forming FaithfulFamilies.com. Forming Faithful Families is now offering our 15-episode video series on DVD, filmed in stunning high definition with a free downloadable Small Faith Discussion Group Program Guide. We hope that you will consider purchasing, implementing, and promoting this video series at the personal and small group level. Forming Faithful Families is a faithful and trustworthy parish-based and small faith community program for marriage and family life faith formation in service to the new evangelization pertaining to the Catholic faith. Listen to this recommendation. Firmly grounded in the teaching of the Catholic Church, sacred scripture, and the wisdom of the saints, with this series, James and Kathleen offer a thirsty world a refreshing and satisfying drink. It also makes a great gift with eternal benefits for both the giver and the receiver. To order your DVD set today, visit formingfaithfulfamilies.com or call 708-334-1988. That's formingfaithfulfamilies.com or call 708-334-1988. Faced with chronic lymphocytic leukemia, James Littleton came to more profoundly cherish what matters most, his relationship with God and his family. Through numerous courses of chemotherapy and an eventual bone marrow transplant, James was able to share his strong faith with God with others undergoing difficult times. Healed Through Cancer and Other Adversities highlights the principles this father of 19 relied on. James found many forms of healing that come through trials. Find a 
consolation, encouragement, and helpful insights for your own struggles. Healed Through Cancer and Other Adversities offers inspiration and faith-building reminders of the God who offers so much that we may truly live. Seize hope to overcome your own difficulties in this uplifting account of one man's fascinating, self-reflective, and inspirational journey with cancer. Order your copy at formingfaithfulfamilies at gmail.com or request it from your local Catholic or secular bookstore. I'm Jim Littleton, Forming Faithful Families, formingfaithfulfamilies.com. We return to our meditation upon the farewell discourse of our Lord Jesus, picking up on John 16, verse 25. It's beautiful, quote, I have been telling you all this in metaphors. The hour is coming when I shall no longer speak to you in metaphors, but tell you about the Father in plain words. When that day comes, you will ask in my name, and I do not say that I shall pray to the Father for you, because the Father himself loves you for loving me and believing that I came from God. I came from the Father and have come into the world, and now I leave the world to go to the Father, end quote. Well, Jesus speaks very plainly here, not just to his disciples, but to you, to you and to me. He speaks about the Father in plain words. He says that he's going to the Father and that when that day comes and we ask in his name, he is not saying that he shall pray to the Father for us. No, he invites us into an intimate relationship with our Father, with Jesus' Father, who is your Father. He's saying that he doesn't need to pray to the Father for you because the Father himself loves you. The Father himself loves you for loving him. You love Jesus, do you not? Well, maybe like me, not perfectly, but we love Jesus and therefore the Father loves you. He loves me. And you and I believe, we believe that Jesus came from God. Yes, we believe Jesus came from God. So the Father loves us for this. He loves the fact that we believe in Jesus. And Jesus says again, I came from the Father and I've come into the world. And now I leave the world to go to the Father. Listen, everything Jesus ever did was out of love for his Father. Everything he did was to fulfill the will of his Father. And everything Jesus has done has been out of perfect and pure love for you, for you. Jumping to verse 29, quote, his disciples said, now you are speaking plainly and not using metaphors. Now we see that you know everything and do not have to wait for questions to be put into words. Because of this, we believe that you came from God, end quote. Well, here the disciples go again claiming that they finally understand everything, claiming that they believe that Jesus came from God, but they still don't get the cross. And are we not slow to understand and embrace the cross? Thank you, Jesus, that you are so patient with us. You know what we are made of. You know how weak we are. You understand the clay that we are. You never give up on us. You went to the cross to die for us. 
knowing all along how weak and confused and sinful and sometimes cowardly we are. Thank you, Jesus, for never giving up on me. Thank you for never giving up on us. So Jesus responds to his disciples. Quote, Jesus answered them, Do you believe at last? Listen, the time will come. In fact, it has come already. When you will be scattered, each going his own way and leaving me alone. End quotes. Jesus, forgive us for so many times going our own way, for so many times turning our backs on you, for so many times putting other things before you, for being so afraid of the cross, for lacking trust in you, for not believing with confidence in your power and your love for us in our lives. Forgive us for leaving you alone so often when we could have come to you in prayer, in the Holy Mass, in adoration, in confession, in our needy brothers and sisters for leaving you alone so often while you waited for us, waited for us as individuals, hoping that we would come and console you and keep you company. And Jesus goes on to say, quote, And yet I am not alone because the Father is with me. End of quote. You see, you and I are never alone. The Father is with us. He cares for us. He cradles us. You, in fact, are the beloved child of your heavenly Father. So why has Jesus been telling us all this? What is his motive? Well, here it is. John chapter 16, verse 33. I have told you all this so that you may find peace in me. End of quote. There you have it. Chase after everything in this world. All you want and none of it will ever bring you peace in the end. Only Jesus can bring us true peace, can bring you true peace. Jesus, please don't allow me to ever place anything in this world before you. I want you to be my all. And I fall so often in this regard, and yet you love me. You forgive me every time. You're so merciful. Thank you, Lord. Where would we be without your mercy? And help us to be merciful to others as you are merciful to us. Jesus goes on to say, in the world you will have trouble, but be brave. I have conquered the world. Do you have trouble? Do you find yourself afraid at times like me? Well, ultimately, there is only one place we will find courage. Jesus tells us to be brave. He says, I have conquered the world. Jesus has conquered the world. He has already conquered all your adversities. He has conquered your sins. He has conquered your pain. The answer is to stay close to Jesus. When we choose to stay close to Jesus, we are safe. And don't we all want to be safe? Don't you want to be safe? Well, stay close to Jesus. Yes, in Holy Mass. Yes, in the sacraments. And yes, in prayer, you can always turn to Jesus in prayer, no matter 
what, no matter where you are, even when you sleep. Before you go to sleep, say, Jesus, stay with me as I sleep and let me pray in the Spirit and be one with you in the Spirit through the night. Jesus is always there. He's always available for you. Well, I got carried away with time again. Sometimes that will happen when we're praying in the Spirit. But we will take some time when we come back to touch on Familiaris Consortio. I'm Jim Littleton, Forming Faithful Families, formingfaithfulfamilies.com. You'll find a little bit of yesterday that will delight you today at the Family Hearth General Store, a nonprofit ministry of forming faithful families in historic Frankfort, Illinois. The 1870s style old storefront honors home, faith, and family life, featuring vintage wares and unique gifts for special family occasions. From Victorian replicas, vintage decor, quilts, candles, antique samplers, and jewelry, to unique books, hand milled soaps, old time candy, ice cream, and bottles of pop, you'll find a warm welcome here around the family hearth. A cozy fireplace, fresh gourmet coffees, and teas await your visit. So come, sit a spell. Find us on the main street of Frankfurt at 119 Kansas Street, and be sure to visit the online store at formingfaithfulfamilies.com. Like us on Facebook, or give us a call at 708-334-1988. Thank you for listening to Forming Faithful Families. You listen to us to find ways to strengthen your family in the faith and to better live out your role as Catholic parents. Please help us help you. We appreciate your prayers and a donation to help support this program. Any donation will be a blessing. You can also become one of Forming Faithful Families partners with a monthly donation. It's easy. Visit formingfaithfulfamilies.com and click on the donate link. There you'll find our mailing address to send a check or you Use the PayPal button to make a secure donation. You can even call Forming Faithful Families to make a donation at 708-334-1988. That's 708-334-1988. Forming Faithful Families is a 5013C charitable organization. Click on the donate link at formingfaithfulfamilies.com. See and support the entire scope of our ministry. Help us help you with your prayers and a donation as we're Forming Faithful Families. We would like you, our listeners, to know that James and Kathleen Littleton of Forming Faithful Families are available individually or as a couple nationally as speakers. They offer talks, retreats, and workshops on a variety of Catholic themes. James and Kathleen can be reached with questions or speaking engagement requests at formingfaithfulfamilies at gmail.com or call 708-334-1988. Visit their website at www.formingfaithfulfamilies.com. I'm Jim Luttleton, Forming Faithful Families, formingfaithfulfamilies.com. I'll only be able to touch briefly on Familiaris Consortio today on this program, but we will be devoting much more time to it in future episodes. Okay, Familiaris Consortio, On the Role of the Christian Family in the Modern World, by St. Pope John Paul II, section entitled, Children, the Precious Gift of Marriage. Article 14, Paragraph 1. According to the plan of God, marriage is the foundation of the wider community of the family. Since the very institution of marriage and conjugal love are ordained to the procreation 
and education of children in whom they find their crowning, end quote. Well, the title of this section pretty much sums things up profoundly. Children, the precious gift of marriage. Children are the precious gift of marriage. Children are not a burden. They are not some sort of a disease to be prevented by taking a pill or through some sort of a surgical sterilization. No, children are the precious gift of marriage. St. Pope John Paul II tells us that according to the plan of God, and we have to pay attention to the plan of God. We have to pay attention to his plan and his will for our lives if we want to be happy, if we want our lives to be fruitful. Yes, according to the plan of God, marriage is the foundation of the wider community of the family. And we're told this is because the very institution of marriage and conjugal love that is relating to marriage or the relationship of the married couple are ordained, ordained to the procreation and education of children. Yes, ordained, ordained by God. Ordained means ordered or decreed officially, and this is by God. Yes, marriage and conjugal love are decreed by God himself to the procreation and education of children. And love and marriage find their crowning, their crowning in the procreation and education of children. These children created in God's own image and likeness, unrepeatable, irreplaceable, unique individuals, beloved children of God with a mission in the world and having immortal souls destined to be perfectly happy with God for all eternity. And now a healing scripture passage. Are you going through a tough time? Do you wish you had someone there who was always ready to listen to you? Someone who can bring healing into your life, body, mind, soul, and spirit? Quote, they will turn to Yahweh who will listen to them and heal them. So turn to Jesus. He is always listening and he's always ready to help and to heal in more ways than you could ever think to ask for. In our next episode, we'll be back to talk more about Familiaris Consortio on the role of the Christian family in the modern world. And we'll meditate further on the farewell discourse of our Lord Jesus, John chapter 17. Please don't forget that you are God's masterpiece. I'm Jim Littleton, Forming Faithful Families. God love you. You have been listening to Forming Faithful Families, hosted by James Littleton. Visit their website, formingfaithfulfamilies.com. Email them at formingfaithfulfamilies at gmail.com or call 708-334-1988. That's 708-334-1988. This is international Catholic singer Anna Nuzzo inviting you to join me and Father Dan Cambra of the Marian Fathers on a select international tour's Divine Mercy pilgrimage to Poland and the Czech Republic. It takes place in September of 2019, and we would love for you to join us. For more information, go to my website, AnnaNuzzo.com. Thank you, and God bless.
Breadbox Media Programming is brought to you by Jack Kane Ford. Find your next Ford Tough vehicle at KaneFord.com.